702 presents the Locked and Down podcast with Cindy Paluta in association with the South African Depression and Anxiety Group because help is at hand. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone listening to this Locked and Down podcast right now. I'm Cindy Paluta. Some of you may know me from the breakfast shows on 947 and Talk Radio 702. Some of you listening may not know me at all, but you've come across this podcast because like me, we're currently living or surviving through very extremely different times. So just to let you in, I have high functioning depression and I suffer from anxiety as well. And I've only ever confided in a handful of people of what I go through mentally daily. But I feel like this is now becoming a bigger issue and I'm using this platform to help you all through it. No matter where you are in the world listening to this right now, it feels like there's no escaping COVID-19. And what we all have in common is we're all trying to fight it physically, mentally, emotionally, but we're all doing it together. And that was the idea behind Locked and Down, to let you know we're all in this. You're not alone. I'm not a professional at all on mental health. And so the people at the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, otherwise known as SADAC, have kindly agreed to help us navigate daily life during lockdown. So with me today, I have Cassie Chambers, uh, the Operations Director from SADAC. Again, thank you, Cassie, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Firstly, uh, Cassie, let's just start with, you know, when I've discussed COVID with my friends and I started opening up about how I was feeling, a lot of them got very like honest about how they are feeling. And I'm sure Sadek in the last week or two or three has been inundated with calls around COVID and people's concerns. What are the main emotions that you find people are struggling with at the moment? So it's quite interesting. And since the announcement, because I think today it's, it's exactly, you know, three weeks since the first outbreak came out and we had had our first case in South Africa. I think people are still processing. They're in crisis mode, figuring out work, working from home, stocking up the house, new regulations and changes. And I think also those unanswered questions. What do I do? What can I do? How do I do it? I think people, interesting, are just processing and crisis managing at the moment and feeling stressed about everything because what does it mean? What is it going to look like? The calls that we've been getting are just from people completely overwhelmed, thinking of all this stuff and all these things I have to prepare for. Am I equipped? What can I do? And I think it's just really venting and being able to share that I'm, I'm actually not doing okay. I'm actually really nervous. I don't know what to expect. And just voicing that. And I think we, it will be really interesting to see how that progresses over the next few days, new week, as we get used to, you know, South Africans, we don't, we've never done lockdown. We don't know what this means. We have never dealt with the pandemic like COVID because we don't know what's going on. It's fueling and adding to anxiety as well. So I think a lot of people and across the spectrum, everyone is, is feeling the same kind of anxiety. They're feeling also anxious wherever they're going, whether it's at work, at home, going to the shops. It's very tense. And I think it's, it's all just bubbling around us. I wish COVID was something we could see. I wish it was this luminous green thing that if you touched it or mm. you saw it or if you could see it in the air, then you would know where it is. And it's exactly that. You walk out of the shopping center and you wonder if it's on the trolley, if it's on the counter, if it's on the keypad, who washed their hands, who didn't wash their hands. Mm. What I would love people to understand is that the emotions that you are experiencing right now Mm. is actually normal. And regardless of whether or not you are panicking or not panicking, maybe you're completely calm and happy in the situation. It's all normal. 
It is. And I think you go through a roller coaster of emotions. You know, one moment you might feel very calm and you're thinking, you know, we've got this, I'm prepared. And then you go out to a shop and you see everyone panic buying and then you get really worried and you freak out and think, well, maybe I should also do it. It's very normal to go through a complete roller coaster of emotions. And I think this week has been very intense. We're still trying to figure out a lot of stuff. What can you do? What can't you do? What forms do I need? Um, do I have enough at home? How can I work? And all of these feelings are incredibly normal. They are a real threat. COVID is a real thing. And just like you say, we can't see it, which makes it difficult to gauge how at risk we are. What does it look like? Because that's easier to manage. Because it's so up in the air and we don't know what it is and how to find it and who has it and who doesn't have it, it makes it so much diffi- more difficult to kind of contain our anxiety or streamline our anxiety into one thing. At the moment, it's kind of general. It's around everything, work, home, family, personal. Um, so it's completely normal. It's completely normal to feel overwhelmed. And you'll be surprised. So many people feel overwhelmed. If you're just standing in the queue at the shops and you're seeing everyone else's trolley super full and you're thinking like, am I buying enough? Do I also need this? And should I get it just in case? And why do they have 10 loaves of bread and I've only got two, you know? Um, it's so easy to get lost in that negative thinking. And actually, we're all feeling like this. We're all feeling overwhelmed in some sense. And I think it's also to be okay with that and to sit in it and say, yes, it's real. These are real stresses. It's a real worry. Um, and and now just kind of saying, okay, take a deep breath. It's, it's okay. You're not going crazy. And that's really what I want to show people. It's not that... This is something completely unnatural. Um, feeling stressed and worried and overwhelmed is very real and it's very okay right now. Uh, and you know, you mentioned standing in the queue at the grocery store and I go, I only, I think, well, at least the 10 item queue is empty for a change. <laughs> and I know that's a, I'm really trying, I'm really trying inside. So Cassie, of course, there are those who are going to be working in essential services. We're thinking of our doctors, our nurses, retailers, whatever it might be. And they've got families at home and a lot of the concern has been around, they have to be out and about and they're worried about taking COVID back to their family. So that's constantly in the back of their minds as well. And maybe they don't even have time to stop and process it because they just have to work mm. through 21 days. It's also crisis managing, you know, again, what to expect, what to do. I know from following some of the things that have happened overseas where you've got healthcare workers who have shared how they've now had to interact at home. And I think it's so great to learn perspective. So we're all worried about going home and stressing and thinking about ourselves and for our homes and our families is now you've got healthcare workers who are like, they have to go home, but they can't touch their families. And especially after dealing with a really hectic day, we're already seeing that there are fewer doctors. You know, those that get sick can't go to work. So we're going to be seeing less and less doctors in the next 21 days working. And those that are working are working longer hours under really stressful conditions. And then going home and now having to say, I can't touch you. And I have to stay six feet away from you. And I yeah, it is, it is quite a hectic one because I'm a very affectionate person. So to not be able to hug yeah. people is already, and you suddenly realize how much you do hug and how much yeah. the human body does need hugging. And I'm yeah. sure that's one of the topics we'll touch on, you know, down the line is that physical interaction that we, that we all know. And like you say, so we've got time at home. We've got nothing else to do. We're watching TV. We're on our phones. We're on social media. And I know this is quite contrary because I am in media. And of course, we want everybody to listen to the radio and we want everybody to download our podcasts. But how important is it to maybe block some of that out? 
this is where it's really great. There's some things we can't control, the guidelines, what's happening, the rules that are coming, but there are things that we can control, again, to filter. And it's not about disconnecting from what's happening. You don't want to go into lockdown and 21 days later, then switch on the news. You want to maybe schedule specific times in the day that you do connect and go and get an update and you, you use reliable sources that you're going to and really making sure that you're getting the information, but that you're also balancing it out with other things. If you're leaving the TV on all day and you're watching all the news and the interviews, all of that information is just information overload. So I think filtering what you're reading, where you're getting it from, how often you're ch- you're checking in is really important that you can do. Whether you have a mental health issue or not is kind of like safeguarding how you're coping and how you're um, dealing with all of this. We're currently in lockdown and uh, it's, it's going to be the first weekend and it's going to be mm. quite weird to not be able to just drive outside and look outside and see what's happening on the street or just take a walk through your complex or whatever it is or wherever you might be listening through your streets or whatever. Any tips or strategies you'd give in terms of mental wellness from the time lockdown starts and through the first weekend? First and foremost, everyone can do something for their mental wellness. I think we've all been stressed this week is about prepping. So no one's really thought, okay, so what do I actually do now to look after myself? It's all about just getting to this lockdown deadline. I think it's really to start and have a plan. And we've been chatting to some people, even within our office, is to kind of say like, so what are you going to be doing to look after yourself to really focus a little bit on your mental wellness? So again, we're going into 21 days. It can be very doom and gloom and heavy and everyone's worried. But how do we flip this and say, well, what are we actually wanting to achieve during this time? So I think start off with a plan tomorrow where you sit down and say, well, how am I realistically going to look after myself during this time? Whether you have a mental health issue or not, now is the time to take extra precautions, whether it be things like making sure that you're allocating time in the day just to be outside and get fresh air, whether it's on your balcony, you're opening a window. That's really important to just remove yourself from that four walls that you're stuck in. I think also keeping a routine, making sure that you're finding some new sense of normal, eating regularly, like your lunch, your breakfast, and and having those set times so that you're feeding your body, just taking on these tips and tools to really look after yourself that you again, the things that you can control. So I think doing that, and even just for this weekend, it's been a really hectic week. So do extra things this weekend to de-stress, relax, maybe do some meditation, come calming, draw a bubble bath and have a 40-minute bubble bath. Do things that normally we've got places to go, things to do, people to see. Now you're forced to really just relax and de-stress. So do that and, and make a list because often when you're in a funk and you're feeling a bit down, we don't always know what to do. Have a list so you at least have ideas of what you can do in those moments. You know, when my phone rings and I see somebody's name pop up, I actually avoid it and I run and then, you know, three seconds or like three minutes later, I'll WhatsApp them and I'll say, I'm so sorry, I missed your call. Meanwhile, mm. um, you, know, <laughs> you know, can I help or anything or I'm in a meeting, but I find myself actually answering calls now because yeah. I'm like, Hey, how are you? What's been happening? And I think the yeah. same, and I think, I think a lot of people are going to be feeling that, that way. And if you live alone, I think what it's done is it's actually, it's actually forcing people to connect with people mm. they haven't connected with in a long time. I think it's given us that luxury now, that opportunity, that window to say, Hey, I've got some time. There's again, no excuses I can use. Um, there's no avoiding it. And actually it's really good to connect outside of the four walls that you're stuck in. So yes, I'm finding that people are speaking more. You're wanting to chat. You're setting up more times. Um, often we're kind of limiting how many WhatsApp groups we're in because they can be so busy and on the go. But now you've got nothing better than to sit and to check and to connect. So one of the 
again, we always have a focus on the positive side of things, or at least to look for that silver lining, is that through COVID, we could actually come out of this more connected and more enriched with our relationships, which again is quite a controversial thing because you're going in isolating, being by yourself, and you're going to come out more connected. So I think those are the kinds of things that I think through COVID is quite challenging, but can actually be quite special is that we can connect more. We can have longer chats because we're not rushing off anywhere. We can send more photos. We can get more updates. And I think Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, WhatsApp is going to be very busy platforms in the, in the next 21 days. But I think it's also very crucial for people to know that SADAC will be available during this time. So how can people contact you? I think this time is is so critical because there are a lot of people feeling lonely or anxious and they don't know who to speak to. And SADAC services will still remain. So while our offices are closing down physically, we're setting up offsite counselors and teams and the staff. So there's no disruption in our services because now is the time that people need the help. So all of our helplines will still be working our SMS, our email, our WhatsApp counseling, and people can contact us on their phones and they can call us 24 hours a day on 0800-456-789 or 0800-21-22-23. And you can just talk to someone who can just help you. You can vent. They can give you some tips and tools, especially when you're feeling really overwhelmed. Just to know that you're not alone, even if you feel really isolated and really alone. We've obviously got the SMS where you can SMS us on. But one of the things we're doing is our Facebook page is really busy. And people being stuck at home have a lot of questions, don't have access to professionals. We're actually hosting a Facebook Friday chat with experts from 1 to 2 and again from 7 to 8 where you can chat to a psychologist and ask them any questions you have around mental health, medication, treatment, side effects, anything that you want. You just get free advice for free from your couch. We're also then going to be doing as of next week, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We're going to have daily chats with experts. So you can reach out to someone without paying a consultation fee um, and actually just get expert advice, especially during this time. So we're looking at those kinds of things to also do. So thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate you joining me today. And I look forward (laughs) to our chats over the next 21 days to see how you and I are just going to get through this as professionals, as moms, as, as, as humans, as humans. It's going to be really interesting and it's great that we also get to go through this journey with each other, but also kind of share it that we're also human and we're having struggles or or daily challenges. 21 days can be very daunting. So it's exciting that we can do this together and hopefully share. And we're also encouraging people to share their experiences with us. So I'm really looking forward to engaging with people and seeing what they're doing. How are you right now? How are you feeling right now? What are your fears, your concerns, your questions? And daily, as you've heard, I will get experts from the South African Depression and Anxiety Group to talk you through it. Uh, No, not to try and talk you through it, to try and talk us through this. Because again, like I said earlier, no matter where you are in the world, we are all in this together. Help is at hand during this lockdown. Call SADAG between 8am to 8pm on 011-234-4837 or visit sadag.org before it's too late. For more episodes of the Locked and Down podcast, visit lifepodcasts.fm.